This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Kevin Berhaney is uh, with us uh, via phone line today because he's traveling. I hope it's warmer wherever you are. At least there's less rain and less wind. Oh, about 85 degrees. Ah, you suck. Uh, I know. I'm happy Sorry. for you. Uh, how's it going? It's going great, Brian. It's going great. How are you? I'm good. It's just a Monday, you know? Yep. Hey, I watched the entire series of Full Swing last week, if you recommended it. And, boy, that's a good, good documentary. It starts a little slow, a little forced, uh, but then quickly turns into compelling TV. Yeah. I mean, from beginning to end, the the finales with Rory McIlroy, which was, you know, worth waiting for. But I think the most um, interesting one to me was the one on Brooks Yeah, And and I guess it's not even crazy about the way he was portrayed. But uh, it – I have mixed feelings. You feel sorry for a guy that flies around in a, in a Learjet and um, makes a ton of money, but he really went from the top to the bottom and is wondering if he can get back into the swing of things. Yeah, I read something over the weekend with him. I don't think he was upset. I think he just said anybody that participates in a documentary, right? If there's film crews around you and they're around you for weeks and months and then it boils down to like 45 minutes, people are always going to be disappointed in what didn't make it in, right? I mean, they're going to look at it and go, well, you know, I wish they would have shown this or wish that. But he wasn't really hard about it. But he said that he was in terrible health. He was hurt. He couldn't get, couldn't get healed. And now he's finally ready to play. Yeah, and he's coming back from a surgery. So, but you know, I mentioned last week I really didn't know who Max Homa was. I do now. <laughs> I got a few texts from people explaining who he was, and uh, and and Tony Finau, that guy, likable, uh, very likable, yeah. Very likely. Yeah. You know what's crazy, Kevin? And, and I guess we'll see this later at the Masters. When they take the hats off, you know, when they take the uniform, you really don't think of golf as like a uniform sport. But they're out there. They're in the hats. They always get that weird tan line on their forehead. Uh, but they look so much younger in this. Oh, well, they're pretty young. I mean, well, what I'm saying, though, is like a- when they're in a sweatshirt with the kids and you're seeing sort of behind the scenes, you realize how young a lot of these guys are. That's true. And the way they talk to each other. Yes. They, they remind me of, of a bunch of college kids and uh, hanging out on a weekend. You know, all the downtime that they have, it's fun to watch the bantering that goes on between. Them. Yes. If college kids had private jets and unlimited budgets, it's exactly what it would be like. Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's, pretty... yeah. It's like giving a college kid everything you want. In life. <laughs> well, you know, that's the way it works. Good for them. Uh, full swing. The uh, documentary, I, I think it's eight parts. Uh, uh, pretty good uh, on Netflix. If you get the chance. So uh, I'm watching uh, our, uh, our, our Beth Newhoff hometown hosted Honda, which isn't going to be the Honda anymore. Uh, and Jack Nicholas, who's, you know, we've been there to that home course, right? It's beautiful. Uh, but all the mud, you see the guys stripping down, like playing uh, shots in their underwear. No, I didn't see it. Is that right? <laughs> well, there's a ton of mud, evidently. If you got off the fairways or into some bad areas, uh, there was one guy I think had to get like in some sort of state of undress twice uh, during the tournament. But they don't have any names. There was no one in the top 17 playing down there. Didn't that used to be a pretty prestigious tournament? Yeah, and didn't she used to work it every year as No, well? Frank Watson did. Oh, Frank Watson did. Yeah, remember he had like, unbelievably long AOL emailed updates? 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why it wouldn't be one of the biggest. That's where all the golf players live. Yeah, that's what they said. They I mean, they, live you, everybody lives like 10 minutes away, and they had like nobody. But Jack Nicholas said over the weekend because of these priority tournaments that they're going to be doing because of the agreements that they talked about in that show, that they they think that that will up the uh, the player amount because they're going to be changing the schedule around a little bit. Honda's done, though. They've been a long-time sponsor. I'm sure somebody will step in because of the prestige. We'll see. Uh, all right, so uh, I've got to ask you, St. T goes down to LSA. Uh, this has got to be this has got to be a big hurt of the community, particularly from another religious school. <laughs> well, we on the Soy City Buzz first mid Monday last Monday night, we're talking about that, and Eric Lee said St. Teresa's going to have their hands full. I just couldn't believe it, and by gosh, he was right. They got beat by LSA. Yeah, well, kudos to both teams uh, for getting into the postseason. And, you know, somebody had to win. It's got to be a big deal for LSA. I don't recall them just anecdotally being uh, very far in, like, postseason basketball, right? I mean, so that's good for them. Well, they both have really good basketball programs, so it says a lot for LSA to beat St. Teresa. And, um, yeah, it's long in coming. They've been working on their program for a long time and I'm happy for them. I'd be happy for St. Teresa one though. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't have everything we'll come back next year and, and uh, see what happens. All right. So we, we didn't talk too much. Uh, you, you know, obviously we, we didn't know when you were here last Monday that uh, Acorn Pharmaceuticals was going to close their doors and put 450 workers out on the streets without any health insurance, without any severance package, without really anything at all, other than thanks for being here, thanks for playing. Uh, this is a, a symptom to me uh, of what is absolutely wrong with corporate America today. I, I mean, when you just treat people like they're numbers on a sheet, I don't get it. I don't understand it, and I, I don't understand what happened here. I, I know the state's investigating now. We'll see what happens. They've got this whole warn thing. If you have a certain amount of employees that you're going to be putting out of work, you have to like sort of tell the state labor department. None of that seemed to happen. These people are left without. You're in the insurance business. Can you imagine being told your insurance is done tomorrow? Oh, no, it's devastating. I mean, <clears throat> there's got to be families in shock right now. The world's turned upside down. My goodness, Acorn just put like $25 million in that building out there just over a year ago. No, it was 2018. And, uh, it was well, five it years like ago. a year ago. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, actually, it, that may be when the project started, but I know for a fact that I had customers working in there about a year, a year and a half ago. So it, there's constant improvement, but they were building – a facility that looked like they were here for a long time. For that to just to shut down overnight, it is cold. That's about as cold as uh, ownership can get to a base of employees. And I do worry sometimes the bigger corporations get, the colder they get. And it's all, <clears throat> it's not like, well, it's just not like entrepreneurship and small business. Small business treats their people more like families, big corporations. It's all about sometimes matrixes and uh, growth, cutting costs, sometimes just shutting places down. In this case, they went bankrupt. Yeah, I, I, get, so I, I, I get that. And, and I, I don't know that, that, you know, their bankruptcy could have been solved, but they didn't decide to do this, you know, on a Wednesday morning. I, I mean, they could have found a softer landing for these people. 
Well, no, they should have. Uh, and I'm not making any excuses for them. I think it's horrible the way uh, they did it. And uh, I just, I've, I don't know, I study business. I mean, I'm in business 45 years, and I watch the way some businesses run versus others. And I've seen big companies that can treat their people wonderful and really somehow magically can keep the culture really, really good. But they're far and few between sometimes. I think it all comes down to quarterly uh, analysts when they're publicly traded, uh, hitting the quarterly matrix numbers. And if you don't hit them, then immediate actions are taken uh, to reduce costs. It's to me, it's a dangerous witness. Well, the good news is there's a whole bunch of people from the community that have come together and sort of from ADM to Richland to the Economic Development Corporation to Workforce Investment Solutions, uh, on and on and on that have stepped up in a huge way. Uh, ADM uh, is going to be at Workforce Investment Solutions tomorrow. Uh, literally uh, from 10 until 2, just bring yourself. They're not even requiring a resume. Uh, talk to people face-to-face, and they expect to be making offers on the spot uh, tomorrow uh, there at that. And, and over the last several days, we've just seen more and more and more people, just an outpouring of support. I mean, little things like food and discounts uh, to literally people helping with the uh, insurance exchange and, and other areas, just a, an entire page full of link after link after link after link of local people people who are trying to help make a difference for these 450 employees. Yeah. And you got a great facility out there with a lot of new equipment. Maybe someone can come by and pick, pick that building up for a pretty good price and start regenerating new jobs with a new corporation out there. Yeah, who knows? We, t- we talked about that with John Kenseth, the uh, deputy city manager on Friday. That will be part of the bankruptcy and will probably eventually go up for auction. And, and who knows what the possibilities uh, are there. All right. So uh, you're going to be down in the 85 degree weather long? No, I'll be back this weekend and uh, back at it a week from uh, today. I'm just taking a little a week off. All right. Well, what's uh, coming up tonight in, uh, in lieu of you who will be hosting the show tonight? You know, uh, John West put together a really interesting show. Um, he and uh, John from uh, First Mid uh, Bank uh, are going to do an African-American uh, um, Black History Month show. Uh, Dominique uh, Smith, our producer, she has her own not-for-profit. She's going to be talking about that. We're going to have Salvation Army lieutenants on. And um, uh, Mr. Smith will be on. Uh, who has a, a business here in town. So uh, the whole show is de- dedicated to African-American um, uh, Black History Month, the month of February. And uh, John's uh, taking great pride in what he's assembled and looking forward to the show. All right. Well, listen, we're going to let you enjoy it. Have fun. We'll see you next week. Safe travels, Mr. Brahaney. And uh, we'll talk to you on uh, Monday. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.